Hey, I'm Sean Annetsberger, your host on the Art Coach Podcast. Welcome to a space where we dive deep into the world of artistic growth and transformation. As a professional artist myself, I face all of the challenges that most artists do, and I'm here to tell you there are solutions. Join me each week as we explore practical tools, tips, and strategies to unlock your true potential. For private one-on-one coaching available worldwide, visit www.theartcoach.art and schedule a call today. Let's embark on this transformative journey together. Welcome back to the Art Coach Podcast, everybody. I'm so excited to be talking about this topic today. And the title of this episode is going to be Create What You Think Should Come True. And I'm going to dive right into this because it's something that I talk about a lot. And I actually sneak this into a lot of my content where I say, make it come true. If you've watched any of my short form content on Instagram or TikTok, I actually say that very often, make it come true, make it come true, make the image come true, make the image in your mind come true. And if you think about it this way, right, making something come true means making it come to life. Uh, We have ideas, right? And anything that we want to create starts with an idea. And that idea then comes comes true through our actions, our processes, and our desire and motivation to do those things. So if we can make things come true, then we are in a way in control of so much more than we really know. Because the idea of something coming true, it's sort of tied to this kind of fantasy or wish-making, like a genie or wishing on a well or on a star, right? You wish, you have dreams that you wish would come true. But as an artist, as a creator, whether you're a painter, sculptor, multimedia artist, an illustrator, a designer, an interior designer, whatever it is, if you create something, you are making that thing come true. Think about that for a minute. You're making that thing come true, right? It starts with an idea and from that, you then go through your process to create that idea. And that, that I, that main thing, it comes from a place of excitement when you realize that you're actually creating things out of nothing, right? You have a canvas, let's say, and it's blank, it's white. And when that canvas is white, it is literally in a position where it could be anything. The potential that's locked inside of a blank canvas is infinite. Michelangelo would say that, you know, the statue of David was always there. He just got rid of the things that he didn't need anymore, paraphrasing. Essentially saying that within whatever he was sculpting, he always knew that the final form was there. It was always living within that stone. And his job was to just remove the excess that wasn't necessary anymore so that the thing could come true. So he was, in a way, doing the same thing. He was making these objects, these sculptures, these things come true. And this happens with any creator. So think about it that way when you think about making your work. Think about making something come true from a place of superposition where the canvas could have literally anything. It could have one line. It could have ten lines. It could have a drawing of a cat. It could have a drawing of a city. It could have bowls of fruit. It could have an abstract. It could have literally anything that you decide. That's what I want to move towards as well during this episode is that you decide. There's a strength and a power in realizing that you are the person who decides 
what gets to come true. And when you decide what comes true, you are being authentic in the creation that you make. So I've talked a lot in the past episodes about finding your authenticity, being authentic in your creation, and realizing that when you're the most authentic, that's when your art really relates to other people. And it can reach an audience, it can reach a following, whatever your goal is. Knowing that you want to make something come true and then making it come true through your process is the power of the artist. And when you truly realize this and start to see your creations as things that you've come up with and then from the cosmos, from nothing, from the quantum realm, you've decided that this is the thing that will live on this canvas. That's so incredibly powerful to me and it honestly is the reason why i'm so excited about creating things and that's why i've always been excited when you take that pen and you draw that line it appears in front of you and it was never there before it's not only it's not until you grab your tool and extract the potential between the tool the surface and whatever's in your mind does it then come true and sometimes when you think about it this way there's a certain level of uh, overwhelm that can happen because it's like, oh, so now I have to create something that is worthy of this canvas because it could literally be anything. And so, you know, there could be some paralysis and over analysis here where you start to think, well, if it could literally be anything, then what should I make? And why should I choose that? Here's the thing. When you get more connected with your authentic creative self, you start to realize when you have an idea that you should chase and an idea that you don't want to. And during the beginning of this process, it's really important that you start to carry around with you a small moleskin sketchbook of some kind, whether it's like a, you know, a three by six size or a little bit bigger that you can fit in a bag, some kind of a sketchbook or journal. And you need to start capturing your ideas whenever they strike. I know this for a fact, and I will say this to you now. This happens, and I'm sure it's happened to you. It's happened to me thousands of times, and I don't know how many ideas have died away that I didn't act on immediately, and they just disappeared into the ether again, right? You're, you're at the grocery store. Something You're thinking about something while you're just pushing the cart. You're picking out your vegetables, and then out of nowhere, you get an idea. Hmm, that would be a really cool image, like you know, painting this, painting that, whatever it is. Something comes to mind and it inspires you in that moment, but you're not in your studio. What do you do, right? You could say, okay, I'm going to try to remember that. I'm going to try to hold on to that idea. And then when I get home, I'm going to sketch it. Well, I truly hope that through this episode, you realize that the best course of action is to immediately grab your sketchbook wherever you are. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, obviously if you have some kind of responsibility, if you're driving or something, you need to, you know, pull over, but do it safely write down or jot down or sketch your ideas as soon as you have them. Whether it's just writing a couple keywords to keep you, you know, informed later, to bring back the memory, to bring back the feeling that you had when you had the idea. There are millions of ideas that we have that are immediately lost as soon as we have them because we don't act on them. And those ideas will never come true. They become not possible. The timeline for those ideas end because we forget about them and maybe a year later, oh, wait, we ha I had that idea one time, you know? Oh, I, 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 th I thought about this one thing one time. It was really cool, but I just can't remember what it looked like. I can't remember the feeling that it had. You need to start really just logging down all of your ideas because without 
your transcription of your ideas in your head into a tangible format of some sort on paper, in your phone, in your notes app, whatever it is, those ideas often will get lost. And this for me often strikes right before I go to bed for some reason. I'm laying in bed, you know, I'm trying to fall asleep, whether it's like 20 minutes before I actually do fall asleep. I, for some reason, start to think about projects that I have, you know, I, I could work on or projects in the future that I could work on or a children's book idea or whatever it is. Something will strike me right before I go to bed and I'm like, ah, oh, I don't, I hope I remember it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and it's like it was a dream that just faded away. You don't want to lose your ideas. You want to hold on to them. Grab your sketchbook. You grab your journal. You grab whatever you need to write these things down as you have them. Because if not, those ideas won't come true. And so as you start to do this more, right, you start to journal your ideas and you start to have these lists and lists of things that you could eventually one day make. These sketches, these literal lists in your notes app, whatever it is. As you do that, you become more aware of the caliber of your ideas. Which ideas are more interesting? Which ideas are less interesting to you? And you start to create this like hierarchy of value in your own mind about what you like the most. That's what gets you closer to your authenticity as an artist. And if you think about it, a lot of the exploration part of finding your authentic voice, your artistic voice as an artist, is about continuously making more and more work, right? Don't think about too much what you're doing and just make, make, make create, create, create. And as you go through that process, right, it takes hours and hours to create one piece. But if you have a catalog of ideas in your sketchbook, in your notes app, wherever it is, things that just strike you in the moment while you're on the bus or you're, you know, at the grocery store or you're right before bed or in the shower, right? These ideas are locked down. And through those, those ideas, you're now practicing finding your authentic voice. Because as you're as you make those works, right, as you're doing your exploration through different mediums or processes, you start to find your authentic voice that way. But there's so many hours of the day that you're not actually in your studio painting. So if you can practice when you're not actually practicing, when you can work on your authenticity, when you're not actually performing the processes that is your art craft, then you can get closer to it faster by journaling, by sketching, by writing in your notes app. So those ideas that you have need to come true. You could change someone's life with the work that you make. You never know what you create and who it reaches and who it affects. Art has a transformative property to it that really allows the viewer to escape whatever reality they're in or to filter their reality in a new light, to give them a new perspective. I mean, we've been making art and creating for thousands of years. And there are pieces of artwork that are being looked at still. People travel a across the world to go to a museum to look at a statue, to look at a painting, a room filled with paintings that are worth millions and millions of dollars because they're so precious to us as our, as our culture develops and as the, you know, the history of all of that evolves. The things that we should create are the things that we think we should create. When we create the things that we think should come true, we become more authentic in our work. And going through the processes that I just laid out of capturing your ideas whenever they strike, wherever you are, is the closest and fastest and most efficient and effective way to get closer and to become more aligned with your authentic voice. Because 
that's a really big struggle with artists. There's a there's a a stage when you're creating, when you're still learning, you're trying to master the language, and it's hard to to combine that with what you want to create as an artist, what statements you want to make, what you want to discuss within your work. So when you're learning, you're trying to master the language. You're trying to become fluent in the language. And eventually you get to a point where you're fluent enough, you, you want to start speaking. You want to start writing you know, books or songs or albums, so to speak. When you get to that point, you, you start to envision the things that you think should come true. And those things that you envision are laid out in a way that eventually you need to realize what should and shouldn't be made based on what you have, the resources you have in front of you. Now you can lock those ideas in a book through journaling and through sketching or your notes app, whatever it is. And as you do that, you will get closer to the things that you want to make the most. Because if you have a list, you can then create a priority between what is the most interesting. If you have a list of 10 ideas, the thing on there that is the most exciting to you will stand out. It will be as if it's written in neon letters. And that calling to do that one idea, when you have a list of 10 to 15 things, that is the thing that you think should come true the most. So when you have a, your list now compiling your catalog of ideas through time and through your experiences, those things will become more apparent on which ones gain higher priority and which ones start to fall away. And one day, eventually, when your life is different because we aren't static creatures, the list will change. And the thing that was at one point at the lowest of the priority list might pop up in those neon colors as if it was the other one. So just like Michelangelo envisioned and then made come true the statue of David, you also have that power in the same light because you have decided that you are a creator. You are somebody who creates. And this is a self-selected choice. This is a self-selected life. As an artist, you are self-selected. No one has told you or put a gun to your head and said, you have to paint. You have chosen to do this. And that choice is, I don't know how else to describe it other than to say that it's divine. You have chosen yourself to do this and you have to follow through because if you don't, then you've essentially put away the potential. Imagine it as there's a timeline, right? At a certain point, your timeline shifted to where you decided you were going to be an artist. And as soon as you say you're done, that timeline ends and the potential ends. The last piece that you've created has now been created. Whether it's, you know, you're cut off early, right? You, you get sent to the grave early. That's your last piece. Or if you put away your easel, your pens, your pencils, your clay, that's your last piece. So everybody has a finite number of creations and the things that you decide to make come true are relevant because they're your expression. And so you need to really start to catalog your ideas. With this, you need to start overcoming the barrier of inaction because now you have a catalog, right? You have this list of things that you could make come true. And sometimes having too many options is, you know, crippling. But if you remove your self-doubt, your fear of doing the wrong thing, let's say you have a list of 10 items again, 10 ideas, and you say, 
I can't decide because what if I spend 10 hours on one and then I end up, you know, not liking it and I should have done the other one, right? It's like my friend does this all the time. He always wants to go eat to go have something for lunch and he always wants to get the best thing possible. And he has like this fear of missing out that he might, you know, he gets the Western burger instead of the teriyaki burger and he's, you know, oh, man, the other one might have been better. It's okay. You can, you'll have another sandwich one day, right? You can make another piece of artwork. This over-analysis into paralysis thing, this overthinking, this, this thing where you don't create because you might not create the right thing. Those are all, honestly, they're just stories that we tell ourselves again to keep us from doing the work because we know that there is real work involved in creating the things that we think should come true. Creative Creative ideas often never materialize because of this. Imagine how many ideas you've had that you just said, oh, no, that'll be stupid. Oh, no, that won't go viral. Oh, no, that won't be that cool. Stop it. All of those ideas could be cool. All of those ideas could be great. And how would you know if you don't even, if you don't even try, right? You have to make that shot. You have to aim and shoot. I've done this so many times where I can't even imagine how many ideas I've had and how I've let go and disappear and never to think about them again because I didn't write them down or I just wasn't able to or I wasn't in the right heads headspace to do it or I wasn't ready, you know. Those ideas are just gone and they never will come true. And so now I really am conscious about writing down the ideas. I always have my sketchbook with me. I have some way to write it down, whether it's my sketchbook or my notes app. And I, I have so many ideas written down and eventually I will try to make as many of them as I possibly can, but I'm going down the list in the way that, you know, is a priority for me. When I look at that list, there's one idea, whenever I'm looking at it, that feels the most, it feels the most important at the time. And that's what you need to go off. It's an intuitive process where you look at your list, you read through the ideas, and one of them just seems slightly more exciting or seems really exciting compared to the rest. That's the one you should take. Another thing too is when you're looking at this list, sometimes the ideas that you have aren't actually feasible right now. Like when I was a college student, I didn't have the funds to, you know, create whatever I wanted to. I couldn't make, a, you know, an infinite amount of large scale paintings because I was really limited on my resources. And so if I have ideas that are limiting, that are limited by my financial ability or my uh, you know, my studio space size, or there's something that's limiting me from experiencing it or making it come true today. That idea can still be created in the future when those resources or those availabilities, not everything needs to be pursued immediately. And so having that list will really be helpful in the future when you decide or you're able to create those, you know, those larger or grandiose ideas that you were limited to when you were without those resources. So realize that you are not a static person. Your life will change in the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, 50 years. Where you live, your studio, your supplies, your financial situation, all of these things are not static. And for the most part, people evolve and change and grow and gain more abundance as they work towards their goals. And so if you continue to do that, you continue to work towards your goals, realize that the ideas that you might have that seem too big now, you should still keep them in that log of ideas that that sketchbook, that list, because one day you could have the resources that to make it come true. And as long as you keep that thread of possibility, think about these threads. 
right? Every time you write an idea into this book, there are threads of possibility of potential that you could then create without that thread, without that, that idea locked in place in your notepad, in your sketchbook. It is gone. I'm telling you, you have to write your ideas down. I can't say this enough. I'm going to start sounding like a broken record in this episode, but I, I just really want to emphasize all of this. The next thing I'm going to talk about is planning and taking action. So we've talked about how you can decide which one is the highest priority, right? The one that feels the most, the one that just looks like there's a neon sign around it says, paint me, draw me, make me. Once you've figured out what you're going to make, you have to start taking action. You have to start using your tools. Your tools are literally inert. They are just objects. But as soon as we pick them up, man, an explosion of energy occurs within them. A, a paintbrush can create the Sistine Chapel. A, a chisel can create the Statue of David. I'm sticking to the Michelangelo theme here just to you know keep it in continuity, but it can literally create whatever you want. And taking action is the biggest thing in making something come true. Without the action, without the desire, the motivation, and the action, you will not create. Another thing you'll want to do is really start to, and this is more process-oriented. Everybody's process is going to be a little bit different, but if you can turn your process into a manageable series of steps, then you can start to get through your ideas a little bit more efficiently. And this has more to do with time management than anything, but this is to get your ideas out of just the sketchbook phase and into the reality phase of the finished piece, finished piece of artwork, a series of artworks, whatever it is. If you don't have a creative process that allows you to have manageable steps where you can create multiple pieces at a time and be efficient and effective in your work, that number of paintings that you'll eventually make that finite number of paintings that you will make, of pieces of artwork that you'll make, will reduce more and more. If I only work on one painting and it takes me a full year to make that, I only have 60 paintings left probably. If I'm able to create a process that I can work on six to seven at a time and create them all within the same year, then I'm going to 6x, 7x my productivity and the amount of ideas that I make come true are going to exponentially grow. So finding a process that is efficient and effective within your series of goals for your ideas, making them come true will be more and more effective. And that's what's really important too, especially in the world today where creation is very fast-paced, especially in the social media world. You have to find processes that are effective and efficient, but also keep your authentic process and your authentic voice in line with what you're creating. Now, the next thing that I'll talk about, and this is probably gonna be one of the last couple things here, is to embrace whatever failures you might have, right? You have these lists of ideas now, you choose the one that you want the most, you say, I'm gonna pick idea number three off my list, and you go to make it, and it just doesn't come out the way you want it. So there's something, there's a separation there. There's a separation between your ability to communicate with your tools and the idea in your mind. I can have an idea in my mind and unless I know how to use the words in the proper order, I can't tell you what that idea is, right? It's just an idea in my mind. If I have a picture in my mind of a painting of a thing and I don't know how to paint those things, I have a struggle with the language, you know, it, it comes off in a different way than I had originally intended. The vibe isn't the same, the mood isn't the same, the colors aren't the same, whatever it is. So you have to embrace those tiny failures and see them as moments of learning to get closer to the thing that you actually do wanna make come true. So there might be iterations on the journey to create the thing that you really want to create. And that's okay. It's part of the process. Creating a piece that isn't as successful as you want it to be is going to happen over and over. And as an artist, you have to be really familiar with 
your personal criticism of your own work and you have to see it as a as a moment of growth if you ever look at your personal criticism on your own work as something other than growth then you're going to get trapped into a uh, a cycle of kind of a self-loathing almost like and it, it just cycles back into self-doubt and then can cripple you into not making any work at all so see your and i'm going to do some air quotes here failures as moments of growth moments of learning so continue to create and continue to keep your ideas logged the last thing i'll say is you have to cultivate a creative mindset and what that means is you need to be positive and open-minded to whatever setbacks you have and find creative solutions to the things that have caused problems within your creative process right so you create something you have a setback you don't you can't seem to quite get it the way you want it the way you have it imagined in your mind you have to find creative solutions practice and then come back to that so that you can better iterate the thing that you're trying to create there's been many times in my own career and i've and many times with the students i've worked with where frustration takes over and then they quit or they stop working on that piece and they you know say it's no good iterations iterations lead to success continue to iterate the ideas until the thing the core idea that you had originally comes true if it ends up being something you don't want to do it's okay you can put it back on the list and then work on something else always allow yourself room to be creative allow yourself to have a growth mindset allow yourself to embrace whatever quote-unquote failures you might have or setbacks as moments of learning if you continue to do that the ideas that you want to make come true will continue to make to come true that's what this is about taking an idea from your mind and manifesting it into a reality making it come true as if you are a a god a god on your canvas you are the arbiter you are the person who decides you are the ruler of your pen strokes you are completely in control of the thing you decide to make and that is the wonderful part of being an artist because you get to decide what gets made and you get to decide why you make it and you get to decide everything about it it's your world it's your creative outlet and it's your place to be yourself without any kind of fears judgments ridicule criticism you can create as messily as, as you want and you can create as beautifully as you want it's really up to you if this episode was helpful to you share it with somebody out there and leave a rating the ratings really help go to the q a also and share your thoughts on the episode i love hearing back feedback from you guys and if you have any ideas for the next you know topics if you have suggestions on what you want to learn more about let me know if you want to do an artist interview i'm also looking for artists to interview so you can apply on my website uh, I'm really excited that you guys are listening. Go out there and create, create, create.